Merrimack gets a split of the weekend with a 3-2 victory here on Saturday night against Notre Dame. 13th ranked Notre Dame and joining us as the head coach of Merrimack it is Mark Dennehy and uh, getting the split, you know, getting the, the win tonight to two points in the league. Uh, it seemed like, you know, getting back, back on the positive side of the ledger in league play. How important was it to do that tonight? Huge, you know. Um, you know, we went through that tough stint last year where, uh, you know, we, we played iron there as well. We played a lot of it on the road and, uh, you know, it didn't fare as well. I thought... Um, you know, we've answered the bell. You know, when, when we haven't been rewarded on uh, the first night, we've come back with uh, the same type of effort and a little bit better execution. And um, and so, you know, it's good to see out of your team for sure. Uh, so I think it's a big win for us. Uh, you fall behind in the first period on a power play goal, uh, one to nothing, but you end up getting that one back on a power play goal of your own. And, uh, you know, two nights in a row now, two power play goals, that's got to be uh, a positive thing for your club, but also the way the goal was scored. Uh, uh, you know, one of the more, I guess, maybe, you know, conventional types of plays, the way that, that, that the play happened with Chris LeBlanc scoring. Yeah, no, it was... Uh a lot of hard work, you know. Like I said, like we've got a, uh, we give guys an idea of where we want them on the power play, but uh, optimally, but you can't always set it up like that. So, you know, the the, the positions are somewhat interchangeable, and uh, you know, we were in what we wanted to be in, but we didn't have everybody where we wanted them. Uh, but we were able to battle and, and maintain puck possession and got him running a little bit, and we found Chris on the weak side, which is where he sh- that player should be, and, and he ended up with an empty net. It was nice to see. When you have starts like you did last night and tonight, where I thought you know, in both both first periods here at home, you guys came out and had had long stretches where you played well. Uh, it, it's important to get rewarded by by getting a goal on the board. Is that right? Absolutely. Um, you know, and to come back from from giving up the first goal. You know what I mean? Uh, we haven't scored the first goal as much as I'd like in games. But this team is, is also hasn't stopped playing. Hasn't uh, you know uh, buried their head. They they keep coming. So um, that's a big win for us. Uh, and then Matt Tibbetts goal, one of those greasy goals right around the front of the net. Uh, he scores that goal to give you guys the lead for good. And, and you know what? He was the guy that really possessed the puck down low and grinded. And uh, uh, Alfie did a good job to, to support him and get the puck and roll. I think Mikey took the initial shot. And, and there was a rebound that Alfie got to and ended up bouncing onto Tibbs' stick, who went to the net. And, you know, we've been working on it a lot and talking about it a lot. It's nice to see it uh, being executed. Did you like the fact that you had all four lines rolling? You had all four lines involved in the offense and, and doing good things at both ends of the ice. Yeah, yeah, I did. I mean, we need to be. That's that's the type of team we're going to be. Is uh, you know, you know, we think our fourth line's better than your fourth line. We think our third line's better than your third line, and and right on up, you know. And, and I don't know that we've got as much uh, uh, differential between groups, you know, but um, we've got four pretty good lines that that I'm co- I'm confident of. And then the goal that ends up being the game-winning goal, Jace Henning, 11 seconds. And I know they say goals at the end, beginning of the period, are always important. But that play in particular kind of seemed to epitomize what you guys were trying to do tonight. Win a battle. Uh, Tyler Irvine wins a battle behind the net, gets the puck to uh, Jace Henning, who has the foresight to, to qu- quickly come in front and, and stuff it in the net. Yeah. No, it was, it was a good play. We are on it. Um, you know, we want to be in attack mode. That's who we are. And, um, you know, we probably wanted to be in attack mode a little more in the third than we were. But, uh no, we we got it going, and that first half of the first, of the second period, I mean, it was all us. You know, um, you know, we've got some things to fine tune, especially when we're playing with a lead. And, uh, but uh, no, it was good effort by our guys. Great job by Deals in the net. Special teams did what they needed to do, and uh, we needed a split. We can't go through weekends without getting a point.
I know you're talking in the press conference about uh, Jace Hennigan, what he's been able to do, but it seems like this has been a progression for him, right? That you know he's been building towards this, uh, you know, throughout much of the season. Uh, you know, thinking back to what he was able to do his freshman year, it kind of seems like you know he, he's back to that, and then some now at this point. Well, I, I, I said uh, in the press conference, he's one of the smarter players I've ever coached. You know, and um, you know he's not the biggest guy, but he's not afraid to put himself in harm's way. He's actually one of the better guys we have in front of the net, uh, down low because he's so shifty, and. Uh, so, you know, he just made a good play, and he's, he's a good hockey player, and um, we're glad he's a warrior. Uh, Colin Delia, I thought, you know, again, one of his better games. He saw a lot of shots, especially in that third period, maybe not quite as many from, from in tight, but still a lot of the shots. You know, they did a good job, I think, of trying to get pucks through traffic in on him. He had, he had to be focused on the puck, and, and he, he was tonight. And he'll be the first one to tell you, and I've looked at the shot charts. Our D and Sanders did a great job of clearing out. Yeah. I think he saw a lot of them. You know, uh, to the extent to which they were actually just trying to throw pucks at the net, obviously trying to score, but put pucks on the pads to get rebounds. That's how uh, how much they thought he was he was on his game. Yeah, you had a lot of weird plays too, like strange bounces. Uh, you know, uh, puck in one one case, you know, coming in in one direction, and then actually then on the on the goal that ended up getting waved off back uh, with the uh, the the tip. It looked like you know he's looking for the puck to come in one way, it gets tipped and goes a different way. They review it and wave it off, but you know there were a lot of strange types of deflections and things like that that he. Had to deal with tonight well guess what that's lala rank baby uh you know you're gonna get some funky bounces and uh it's how you deal with it right and uh we talk all the time about how you deal with deal with adversity and um so yeah it was there was some strange plays tonight but um we are in the bounces to go back over the last three games for him now, one against Cornell, two last night against Notre Dame, two again tonight against Notre Dame, the number 13 team, you know, pretty good teams that you played now the last three, and, and uh, it seems like the way that, that, that Colin Dealey is playing out there is, is giving them the, the team in front of him a lot of confidence. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've Colin got off to such a great start last year, you know, I mean, that we thought, hey, this is what he can be, you know, and it's taken him a while to get back there, but he's worked his tail off, and, uh, you know, um, that's what you need. I mean, you look at... I, I still don't think our goalie stats are where uh, they need to be. You know, if you look at where we stand in the league, um, we're better than that. And uh, you're going to see him start to creep up uh, when our goalies are playing as well as Colin played tonight. Uh, when they scored the goal early in the third period, the pull within 3-2, what was the, the, the mood there on the bench? Uh, you know, they were able to obviously get a number of shots in that third period, but at the same time, like you said, you guys seemed like you did a pretty good job of, of, of keeping the shots from in tight. You know, not they weren't able to get those types of shots in the third period. Yeah, and, and uh, the, the mood was, was calm. The mood was, hey, let's get back to playing our game, you know. Um, you know, it's about getting it low and grinding against these guys. Uh, you know, and I will say this. I think you get a two-goal lead. They had to work so hard for their goal. Yeah. You know, it's almost like... They got it, and they took a breath. And then here we came back with a couple good solid shifts, right. and that gets the ball rolling again down in our direction. Then it was a little bit more uh, of an even play, I thought, until the end when they, you know, they, they were really pressing. All right, thanks a lot, Mark. We appreciate it. Uh, we'll see you next week against Northeastern. Looking forward to it, Mike. Thanks. And before I let you go, actually, two quick questions. First of all, Darren Yopik joined us between periods. Uh, when was the last time you had a chance to talk to him? And uh, uh, maybe a quick thought on you know the impact that he had here at Merrimack. Well, I was I was kidding him uh, a couple things. You know, when uh, when when our staff was recognized, I think in 2010 or 11 by Hockey East, I called him up that night and said that that part of that award was his. Um, he is one of the, the top three smartest people I've ever known. Um, just and and 
real good hockey mind. Uh, it's great to have him back here. Uh, you know, he uh, and, and I walked him through the locker room, and you know, you could see a little bit of pride in him too because he really helped build this. And you look at some of the the monumental players we've had in this program since we've, we we took over, whether it's Adam Ross or Carl Stoller or Chris Barton. Uh, Yopper played a big role in us getting those guys, and uh, it's always great to have him back in this building. And and uh, he and his wife Wendy are expecting their second uh, Morgan now. I think is closing in on three years old and uh, I'm sure he's as good a father as he was a hockey coach. And then the last question the last night was my broadcast partner John Leahy's 400th game calling games he's been with you every step of the way here at Merrimack uh, that's got to be a pretty special great milestone too. Absolutely his record's a lot better than mine in those 400 <laughs> games I can tell you that much. I don't think he has too many bad performances um, you know he, he has established himself as, as uh, you and he both uh, as the voice, voice of the Merrimack Warriors and uh, there's a lot to be proud of there and um, you know, I know that, that he's played a, a large role in a lot of families' uh, connection to this program from kids that aren't maybe from here. So, um, you know, we're, we're glad to have him, uh, you and he both. And uh, uh, hopefully you guys know how much I appreciate it and how much of a part of this family you guys are. Well, thanks again, Mark. Appreciate it. We'll see you next week. All right, Mike.